Hi folks, this is Rich Larson. Join me every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for The Weekly List, a collection of songs and stories based on something happening that week or really whatever is on my mind. That's The Weekly List, Thursday nights at 7, right here on 95.1 KYMN, The One. Real Radio, True Variety, 95.1, The One. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Rap. That's a cool little song to get your body moving on a gloomy Saturday morning. Uh, 42 degrees, overcast skies, kind of mild out there. It's going to be kind of nice. Today we got some showers expected, though, 90% chance of some rain today. Yahoo and a high around 49. Tonight looks like we got a 30% chance of some showers, cooling off to around freezing, 32 degrees. Winds picking up on the northwest. Then for tomorrow, a high near 52. Northwest winds, uh, about 5 to 10. And then for Sunday night, it's just going to cool off to around 40. And then sunny and beautiful blue skies on Monday and a high near 70. Yeah, fantastic. And then the winds are going to pick up 15 to 25 with gusts as high as 35 to 40 miles an hour but hey it's going to be 70 degrees so we'll we'll take that we got a great show for you today hopefully um as always um we're going to talk to blake belgren along with gunner benson that's aj reestead's meet the raider this morning and he'll have a quick quick little recap of the of the season hopefully we'll get doug davis uh the swim coach will be on today along with jeff stop from the wrestling team who uh, finalized their state tournament on Thursday, and then Leanne Fricky with the gymnastics team. She's on a bus somewhere, traveling along, and uh, they're on their way to another gymnastics meet today, so uh, all the fall and winter, or winter sports all coming coming to a head, but uh, I was able to track this fella down, Ryan Driscoll, head basketball coach for the Raiders. Ryan, how are you today? Uh, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Hey, so, you know, you went in, and uh, you got to play Lakeville South, and you kind of knew you were going to be up against, you know, uh, a tough team. And uh, so how did you think overall that, that game went for you guys? Um, you know, uh, just after reflecting, watching film and, and you know, in the game, um, like we, we talked about this last week that we knew it was going to be a good game, um, a tough team. You know, they were the one seed for a reason. And uh, I, coming away from it, it was um, one thing was, you know, we, we could compete with them. Um, I don't really feel like we lost because we, did, we had less talent. Um, it is more of a they were they were just more physical than us um we we didn't quite rebound the way that we needed to um and then and then when it we got down a little bit and then it's and then you press a little bit and you don't make me make some of the shots that you need to make um to win a game like that so um it just kind of comes down to you know it's it's good for our guys to maybe understand that we're not that incredibly far off from from competing at that level and moving on to the next round it's just learning how to play consistently with that physicality and that speed and uh and when we can do that then then you can play with anybody they i think they outscored you by 10 in that first half what do you go into the locker room at that point saying to them at that point i mean and then you ended up they outscored you by 11 in that second half but um you know you know you're this is probably going to be your last game and especially like the seniors and stuff like that and is there any uh herb brooks type of speech that you put on at halftime or uh, what do you what do you do um well you know we were competing with them, um, and we didn't. We were playing. I felt like we were playing pretty well. Um, we were finding ways to score the ball in the first half. Um, our big problem was we gave up eight offensive rebounds in the first half, and you know, down ten points and you give up eight offensive rebounds. 
you know, I felt like we were actually kind of lucky to only be down 10 because um, we were stopping them on their first try. And that's something we always talk about that, you know, if you can stop a team on the first try, you know, we're playing good defense, but you have to finish finish off the possession. So, you know, um, it wasn't a matter of this might be our last game. It's a matter of, hey, if we just can take care of business and finish this thing off, we're going to be okay because we're, we're finding ways to score. Um, we're getting open looks. We liked what we were getting on offense. Uh, there weren't really complaints there. Um, it just turned out just when you don't finish off those possessions. Um, and then we had a rough start to the second half. Um, they, they moved the ball pretty well, got a wide open three. And then, um, we came around empty and a couple of offensive possessions and, and, you know, got to, you know, you give up, you don't score right away and they get a couple of baskets in the first few possessions and it's that 10 goes to 15, 16 real quick. And, and then, then it makes it real hard on you to come back at that point. So at the end of the day, when the, when it was all over with, would you say that people were kind of happy, relieved, um, no, no they made it through no, the season? No one was relieved. Um, you know, one of the questions I get, Usually about the fifth question after talking about the game is, what do you think about next year? And I'm still at the point where I don't want that question. I'm not ready for that. I'm still not ready for this last season to be done. Um, you know, we had a fun group, a talented group. I mean, I don't know if we've ever had a group that just, it seemed like guy one through 18, um, enjoyed each other this much. Um, they all really got along. Um, and it's something we work at. We, we, you know, and, and talk about a lot and, and you know with some of our team bonding things and and so it was it was just it's just so much fun being around the guys and and so uh you know you walk away from it telling them how much you care about them um and you know that you look forward to seeing them in the future and and any way you can help them you know the seniors that are leaving um i always tell them it's not the this isn't like the end of our relationship it's really kind of a a middle or beginning it's just a new part of our relationship so and then the the guys that are returning, it's you know our relationship's going to change too. We're going to keep moving forward and and keep growing. Well, they're they're going to have to step up now. They're going to be the leaders on the team as well. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, right? <laughs> you know. But that's that's part of it. That the growing piece is that um, every year, you know, you you have a little bit different role on a team. Um, each guy, you know, it's um, our seniors. This last couple of years went through it. They went from you know being. A couple of sophomores getting in. Kip Shetton was playing, was starting for us as a sophomore, and and uh, was doing a great job. And all of a sudden, we had a, a talented senior group graduate, and you know Kip becomes the focal point, and everyone's number one on the scouting report. And a bunch of other guys jumped into a role of, wow, I'm I'm a key player now. And we didn't have a lot of seniors last year, so a lot of juniors, you know, being asked to maybe do more of a leadership role than they were, maybe even than you normally would for for some juniors. So. Um, and then this year, just being able to, well, they've, they've kind of gone through that now. Now moving into this time, it's, you know, maybe a little more comfortable with it. Um, you could definitely tell they were more comfortable with it. Um, but just continuing, there's just a little bit different roles that goes on. And, and one nice thing this year is we had a, we had a deeper team. So, you know, some of those, some of those guys that maybe are like our, our leading scorers, uh, Kip Shetton and, and Carson and Clay from their junior were our leading scorers at, at like 16 points a game, but this year they weren't asked to score as much because we had more depth. So like, and they were asked to do some other things. So, um, just with more balance. So every year the role changes a little bit, and um, just you know, learning and growing and, and adapting to it. And, and the quickest you can do that, the the better the team is. Well, and I, I guess I'm going to attribute that to you because you're a coach that recognizes the fact of where your players are instead of just having a system and just saying, okay, guys, let's run the system. It's like, okay, who do I have? Who do I have available? Where is my depth? How can I now, um, you know, apply that system and, and and so that everyone can succeed from it too? Yeah, and you know, I mean, I already know, 
next year, I mean, our team is going to look a lot different. It's going to be a different style. Um, we played with, we started four senior guards, and when you lose four senior guards, well, you probably don't have four guards ready to step right in and, and do that same exact thing. You know, we we were very successful this year, um, pressing and trapping and on our defense and. And I don't know if we'll have that for our roster next year or, right. or when we will. So, um, you know, definitely things change every year and you gotta, you gotta do what's right for the team. Cause, um, like you said, you, you can't just, it's hard to just plug in one system and say this is going to work for everybody. Cause it absolutely doesn't. So have you been watching any of the underclassmen? Have you seen any surprise this oh, year? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I know all of our guys and, you know, and, and we work in the summer and I know our, our youth players. And unfortunately this year don't get to see them at all, but, uh, but no, I mean, we, I, we know what we have and, and we know what's, what's coming up and we know, you know, we start to roll into our off season time and, and, you know, having postseason meetings and talking with those guys about, you know, moving forward. These are the things that we need to improve on. These are the things you do really well. So make sure we keep doing well. You know, we don't always, we really make sure we don't focus on, you know, what do you need to do better? We preach a lot of times, what do you do really well? And let's try to do more of that. And then we can add in those things that you don't that you need to work on as well. Like, but you know, don't try to force something that you know you're not you're not great at right now. Like, let's let's play to your strength, right? And improve the weaknesses while we're doing that as well. So, season's over for a week now. Do you guys just throw your jerseys in a basket and say, "Hey, have a nice day, congratulations, seniors, and we'll see you later next year, boys"? Um, now we'll we'll meet we'll meet this coming week. Um, have a postseason meeting as a team, like where you say, you know, we turn in our equipment um, and we start to talk about what's coming up next. Um, and, you know, we we talk about those postseason things of, you know, what what our summer will look like. Um, how can we improve? You know, as coaches too. Like I, I ask them, you know, to fill things out about what we can do to help and and what what would we think was successful and what can we do? You know, maybe if there was something that was confusing or we didn't maybe do as well, um, and then. We start looking to our, you know, who are going to be our captains and things. You ever, this, you ever take feedback summer. from your kids, like your Always. seniors? Do you, I mean, do you sit down with the seniors we, and go, "What do you think I, as a coach, could have done better?" You yep. ever ask any of that? Um, yeah, and I actually, we actually have a weekly um, kind of questionnaire with our seniors. That um, this year we did more of just like an online little form I'd send out to them, and they can answer back. Um, a little easier to do that than than meeting uh, this year, but. Um, we're always, you know, and, and just talking to them. And then there's the informal times throughout practice. You know, what are we what are we doing here? Do we understand what's going on? You know, what works? Uh, there was plenty of times where we asked, um, you know, do we need to come in on Saturday morning because of uh, whatever reason? Or because we played a lot of Saturday games this year. So when we did have a Saturday off, you know, when we played a few Mondays, it was, do we feel prepared for Monday or do we need to come in or is rest what's better for us? Like you need to, you know, that kind of feedback is very valuable for us and, and they were honest um, all season long, which is what we need. And and uh, I felt like we, you know, made the right decisions. So, how do you keep the the team talking through the off season, different stuff like that? You talked about some summer stuff. What goes on in the summer for the boys basketball? How do you keep this? I know that you know we used to go to summer camps, and you know we would still do scrimmage games. We do pickup games against you know area people and stuff like that. But um, do they have an organized? program that they can attend or can they volunteer for it do they sign up as a cost of money yeah we have a we run camps for all of our ages um k through or going into one through um 12 next uh, you know during the summer um where they'll come uh or everyone from like uh fourth through fifth grade or fourth through 12th grade has three days a week um for like five weeks um and then 
Um, we have some beginner camps for our first through third grade. Um, and then for our high school guys, we play in, so we play in a league with a lot of teams from the South Suburban Conference on Tuesday nights. And then on, and then we'll get into a couple of tournaments, um, that organized by a, by a company called The Breakdown, who does a very good job of getting things together. And, and we go do a couple of that, um, some of that, um, you know, we were growing up, uh, the rules were a lot more strict about coaches working with, with players, but now in June and July, um, you're allowed to, so not as many guys go to those camps because there's local camps that are available to you that are probably a little more cost effective, much easier to get to. Um, it's, and what I like is it's more consistent throughout the year. You know, you go to one camp in a week. Well, that was great. You got a shot of working on stuff, but as we all know that the more consistently you work on it, you know, the more you can't just go to a camp and then, Sometimes maybe some guys maybe forget about things a little bit. And- Do they restrict you at all? So like, yeah, when I was growing up, <clears throat> we could, the team could get together. We could practice. We'd, we'd practice and shoot hoops a month before the for the season would start. But the coach couldn't even be present if he was caught on their thing. You know, we we were violating the high school league. So in June and July, we're allowed to work with them um, directly, um, except for one week around the around the Fourth of July. Um, but then after that, should be no contact with with basketball related things. You know, we can have team meetings about what's coming up and things like that. Um, but in terms of um, actually, you know, on-court stuff and things like that, where there's no contact. So until our season's supposed to start. so Do you give them, like, a cheat sheet um, they, in July? Like, oh, hey, here, keep working on this, keep working on this, keep working on this. Well, we, 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 t- we don't necessarily hand something to them, um, but um, we've definitely had those conversations. So um, it, it should be... It, I don't think our guys are usually too confused about what, what maybe need to work on. And the number one thing is, you know, if you can't shoot the ball in basketball, it's, it's going to be pretty hard to, to win games. So that's one, one thing that's great as basketball, being a team sport, it's actually a fairly simple individual sport to actually practice for individually. You know, you can shoot and shoot and shoot and focus on your fundamentals and your form. And, you know, you can dribble and things like that. You have a lot of individual skills where you don't need somebody else necessarily to be there. Um, it can help when there is, but, um, you know, so there's a lot of opportunities for guys to be able to do that individually. Uh, those self-motivated guys, I mean, those are the guys that make huge jumps in the summer. Um, we got to, you know, that was even more so going into this season, we were talking about that, that our, our self-motivated guys, you're going to see make a huge jump compared to some other guys because you knew they were shooting constantly. You know, it was like, you know, a bunch of our guys are going, well, we can't really, you know, last summer is even more shut down than it is now for sure. And like, what else am I going to do? Well, right. I'm going to go shoot. Go shoot. And, and, you know, and there were some guys that, that surprised us, good and bad. Um, and some guys, we had some younger guys that really transformed their shot. That was really great to see because they, they decided, hey, I got the time. I'm going to put in I'm going to put in the effort here. So now what do you do? I mean, you, you guys have a little time on your hands. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's a, it's a year-round job. Um, I mean, it's not the, – the stuff isn't as immediate to get done maybe, but, um, I mean, next week – we have meetings for, like I, like I said, our team. Um, I, I'll meet with our eighth grade families and give them an introduction to what it means to come to high school basketball now, because uh, it's a big transition. And and you know what does the summer mean? Because it's a it's different than just coming to camp because they'll have the tournaments and things. And and so any questions they might have along with that, um, and the expectations that go along with now with high school as opposed to what our travel ball was. So and then we keep moving forward. You know we'll. We'll have our banquet coming up here in April, and, and then the, the individual player meetings with the with the parents and, and and the player. And so, you know, we just keep moving, and, and then you're organizing stuff for the summer, and and um, it just it's like I said, it's not as immediate, but it's definitely there's always something. There there's never a time, and 
and then you just kind of keep thinking and, and learning and watching videos and try to do clinic type things and, and just learning and trying to get a little bit better and so that you know we can be as successful as you we can. You ever just plop up down on a hammock and just chill out for a week? Oh, not for a week, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, I've had I've already I've taken it I've I've taken it a little slow with a few days this week, but uh, no, but definitely been working on stuff as well and and um, it just. Like I said, it's nice to not have anything so immediate where you feel like you're you have to everything's a full sprint at all times. Right. You know, you don't during the season it feels like you're trying to sprint a marathon, and at times and it can be it can be a little tiring. But uh, right. and then but it, but with it's all fun. the other stuff, with all the additional stuff with the protocols and being safe and all that stuff. I mean, it, you know, I got it. The one thing with that is there was a lot up front, but our guys did such a good job with it and understood, and our families understood, and it was we always had reminders throughout the season because we'd hear about maybe other teams and. And we unfortunately, our ninth grade had to shut down for a couple of weeks this year. But um, you know, there's just little reminders always that hey, no, we gotta we gotta keep doing a good job. I'm, I mean, to get through this season and and really come through um, with maybe a scratch with our program in terms of uh, maybe with quarantining and things. Like we we feel pretty proud of it. I mean, it it was it was good that we didn't really have to lose ourselves games. You know, if we lost right. a game, it was it was another team or something. So. And then we got to finish the season on our own terms and not, you know, getting shut down because of, of anything. So um, I, com- I, I thank our families and our players for, for making sure that they did a good job with stuff so that we could have the season that we, you know, hope we could have. Okay. Well, Coach Driscoll, the head boys basketball coach for the Northdale Raiders, joins us this morning. Thank you so much for joining us again, stopping in the studio. Hey, uh, you know, you had some fun, and that's what, that's what matters, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, good luck to you, the team, and, uh, you know, congratulations to the seniors. We wish them well. And, uh, you know, go Raiders next year. Yeah, thank you. Alrighty, Ryan Driscoll. We'll have more coming up on the Raider Wrap, all right here on KYMN. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and... Good morning. Doug! How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing very well, thank you. Okay, we're about 60 seconds out, and we'll uh, put you on hold. Sounds good. Thank you. At WGoMutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit, 
or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Good morning and welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on a beautiful Saturday morning. If you like rain and uh, overcast skies, you are going to love what you got cooking today. Indeed, plenty of uh, plenty of that going on. 90% chance of some showers today. Not exactly sure how much rain they're talking about, but it's maybe a quarter of an inch. So it's not really uh, a lot, but it's going to make for kind of a dreary afternoon. High of around 49 tonight, 30% chance of some showers, low around 32. Tomorrow, sunny sky is 52, and then Sunday night, cooling off to around 40. And then on Monday, sunny skies and a high near 70. Winds picking up 15 to 25. Gusts as high as 35 to 40 on Monday night. And then Monday night, you still got a 30% chance of some showers. It's going to cool off to around 37. And then Tuesday, partly sunny and a high near 44. So it's just, it's just a turbulent kind of weather forecast up and down for the next couple of days. But we're, we're looking at about 43 degrees right now with overcast skies in the valley. 1021 on a Saturday morning. Let's bring in Doug Davis. Doug, how are you? I'm doing fantastic this morning, Jimmy. How about yourself? Uh, good, good. You, uh, you know, you like this. You like this side of water. At least the team does. Yeah. How did they? Uh, how did? <laughs> how did? Uh, how did the boys do here in the, in the last week or so? I know that you guys just wrapped up the season. And uh, yep. how do you? How do you feel about it? How did they? How did everything work out for the guys? We couldn't have been happier with how the season finished. You know, at the beginning of the season when uh, things were delayed and then we were looking at possibly a start in January and not quite sure you know, what the season was, was going to provide for us uh, from the standpoint of dual meets, you know, even if we were going to have sections in state, because when the season started, those were still things were that they were planning. And, you know, we didn't find out, you know, that things were confirmed until probably midway through the season that they would have a, a sections in a state tournament for us. And so, you know, to, to swim as well as we did, have the success we did during the dual meet season, and then have as much success as we did in conference sections and to advance our, our four swims onto the state meet, uh, with two of them scoring and, and just having the chance to swim in that type of environment was more than we could have asked. We were extremely happy and just, you know, it was a great season. You know, I was talking to Coach Driscoll, and, and uh, he said, you know, the, the, one of the first questions right out of everyone's mouth is, well, what's, what, what, do you get, what do you expect for next year? And he's like, going, I just, you know, we just finished up this year. You know, we just, we're just kind of reevaluating this year and just kind of seeing where yep. we're at. And um, do you kind of lavish in the moment just a little bit and kind of absorb, you know, everything that's been going on in the past year? And, and then when do you, you know, or do you, or do you just put it behind you and you move on? You know, there's there's always a little bit of forward thinking, um, but we always sit back and just enjoy the moment. Uh, we'll have our award ceremony sometime in the next week. I think I've got it scheduled for next week sometime, just to kind of wrap things up officially for the season. And then once we get the award ceremony done and you get into the spring, then you can start to think about you know the the, the upcoming season, you know, for next year. You know, when we have our, our new captains announced, you know, in the spring, we do some planning meetings and things like that. But for right now, we're just you know, we couldn't be happier with the season that we had, the, the amount of fun that our boys had in, in this kind of goofy environment. You know, I was I couldn't be prouder of the accomplishments 
uh, of this team, you know, during this kind of shortened kind of COVID season. And, you know, it's just one of those things where sit back, think, uh, you know, be thankful that we were healthy, that we didn't have any major hiccups or any roadblocks. The season went off pretty much without a hitch. And, you know, we had some fantastic results. So, what did the guys do now? I mean, what do you do? I mean, do you encourage them to do things? Are you allowed to stay in touch with them? Can you continue to, like, for the um, upcoming, you know, juniors and sophomores and stuff like that uh, going into the season? Is there yeah. some uh, springtime events that they do? Or are they, you know, maybe are they playing baseball? What are they doing? Or are they, you know, do they have camps? Do they have swim camps, stuff like that? Any and all of those things that you listed are things <laughs> that are possible, with the exception of me having kind of direct contact with them. During the, the, during the school year, uh, the state high school league puts some pretty good restrictions on coaches, so they can't, you know, put a ton of extra influence and pressure on kids and force them or, to do things um, that just from a learning and holistic standpoint are, are positive. I try to let my boys, you know, do other things. You know, if, if I've got some kids, i got a few boys on the team that are going to do um, some ultimate frisbees, so they're going to participate in their club, uh, Mighty Hucks. I got a few boys that run track and field, a few boys that play baseball. It's, yeah, I, I love to see them go do other things, get involved. And the ones that are fairly serious will probably hook up with the club. They might still start swimming again either here in Northfield or, you know, in some of the clubs in surrounding communities. You know, some will go to the camps over the summer, but, you know, a number of them do other sports and activities as well to try to stay well-rounded. And they'll probably start, they'll probably start thinking about swimming seriously, you know, next fall again as we get closer to the start of what will be our winter season. So what does uh, Coach uh, Davis do then in the off season? Does he go swimming? What's he do? Well, I, I, I try to I try to get used to you know having my having my afternoons off again. You know, so when school gets done, it's you, know, you get used to always going over to the pool and, and running a two to two and a half hour practice, spending time with the boys, and having all those meets. That you know, when the springtime rolls around and you have that extra free time, there's that there's that adjustment period where you get used to. Oh, that's right. At you know three thirty each day when school's done and. I'm done. I finished my work in the afternoon. I can go home, and you know. But I do some long-range planning. You know, I take care of myself. I like to work out and exercise, read books, and things like that. But you know, it's just kind of you know, spend time with my family. Nice. So, what is the uh, what is what else is going on for the for the? Like you said, you had a banquet coming up, and then uh... yeah, we'll have like an awards presentation or a ceremony. Um, you know, we're still battling some of the restrictions and, and, and doing some things that make sense. And so we won't have any kind of food associated with our end of the season awards kind of presentation, but we can kind of get together in a smaller group setting um, with some boys and parents, you know, and, and recognize this because our team isn't overly large to begin with. You know, we've got, I think, 29 boys and of the 29 boys on our team, four of them come from families as well. So I'm only looking at like maybe 25 families. I've got a few brothers combinations on the team so it's not going to be an overly large group so i think we can find a uh like the auditorium at the high school socially distance and get a chance to formally recognize the guys you know call them up on stage and talk about them briefly give them their their letter awards talk about the all-conference boys you know those that qualified and went on to so much state you know the results there and just really kind of give them a chance to recognize you know this was the first time they won the big nine conference championship and sort of you know, get a chance to get together again one more time and have a, a formal celebration is going to be kind of fun. Sounds good. Well, congratulations on a great season, and, of course, good luck to you and all the the swimmers, and uh, looking forward to an, an, another 2021-2022, hopefully a, a, another great season coming up for you. So congratulations to you and the team. 
Thank you so much, Jimmy. I appreciate it. All righty. Head coach for the Raiders Gators, Doug Davis. And hopefully coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll get some more Raider rap going for you. Hopefully we'll get Jeff Staub on the phone and talk a little bit of wrestling right here on KYMN. I want to tell you about Parade of Homes. And the spring preview starts February 27th to March 28th. The hours and all the details are at paradeofhomes.org. We have a brand new home at 475 River Valley Lane. It's an amazing home, a walkout rambler style, four bedrooms and three baths, two up, two down. It's really geared towards specifically the senior in mind with very minimal steps and stairs, really everything you need on the main floor. But what I'm so happy about this one is it's just not bigger than it needs to be, but has all the amenities, like a little jewelry box. Please come out and join us during the Parade of Homes. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507-366-1288. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Community Resource Bank is getting a makeover. Security is very important. So with the launch of their new website, there will be a new website address at crb.bank. A verified bank domain means a more secure online banking solution and trusted communication. Look for their new website and logo starting on February 15th. Great things are happening at Community Resource Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual. Hello. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Good, good. Awesome. <clears throat> okay, we'll uh, we'll go in about uh, 60 seconds or so, so I'll just kind of put you on okay. hold. Okay, thanks. Insurance quotes. Contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with doctors David Brust, David Buck, or Michael Thompson. It's Heritage Dental Care in Northfield. Welcome back to Raider Wrap. 10.30, 43, and uh, overcast skies and some light drizzle out there this morning. And it's going to continue to go to about 49. 90% chance of rain throughout the rest of the day. Maybe about a quarter inch total. Cooling off a little bit tonight and warming up again to about 50 tomorrow with sunny skies. And tomorrow night, a low around 40 and a high near 70 on Monday. But for now, overcast, light rain, and 43 degrees. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue. We'll have A.G. Reister coming up in a, a few minutes as well. He's going to get Blake Belgren and Gunnar Benson, the baseball team. We're going to get them up on here, and then he's going to talk a little bit about some highlights and some fun stuff that went on throughout the winter season. But talk about some fun. Talk about some excitement. Uh, let's talk about Raider Wrestling. And Jeff Staub is our guest this morning. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning. How we doing? You got to be kind of happy that we got uh, we didn't get the whole team down there, but by golly, we got some of the boys into the state tournament. 
Yeah, well, yeah, technically we did get the team to the state tournament, but uh, it was just kind of a weird year. We ended up uh, having to wrestle the first round of the state tournament right after we won our section. So they did it kind of different this year instead of having all eight teams down there. But, uh, yeah, they wrestled the section finals and the first round of state the first day this year with the, the COVID restrictions. So, how is that? How is that for? Is that? Was that? Would you normally do anything like that? I mean, you've gone to tournaments. I'm guessing that you you maybe had to wrestle two or three times throughout the day. Is that is that normal? Um. Oh yeah. I mean, individual tournaments will have, or some team tournaments will have to wrestle uh, a few times. You know, you can you can technically have up to five matches a day in the Minnesota State High School League. But it was, uh, yeah. It's just a. It was a weird year. We had some great accomplishments and. Um, it's just ended up looking different <laughs> because we weren't, uh, for the team aspect and the individual aspect, because they had, uh, it was just, it wasn't, you win the section or top two in the section and individual, um, then you go to the XL energy center. So the XL energy center was kind of out this year. So instead of their, their new state tournament, well, they had the section tournament, the state prelims, and then the state tournament. So um, usually you place top two in your section and you go to state. Well, we had seven guys in our finals, but what they did is they made a super section and called it state prelims. So technically to the final eight of state, we got one individual wrestler, and our team did not make the final four of state, but made the final eight. You know, we won our section. So kind of hard to explain, but it was a different Right. Well, everything's a little different. What's what, – are they are – they... Uh, has anyone started talking about next year yet about how they structure that or when the start of the season is going to be or any of that, or is that just, it's just too soon to even start worrying about it? Yeah, right now it's probably too soon. I'm, we're all kind of hoping to go back to somewhat of a normal season, normal start time, normal end time. Um, and hopefully we just have a kind of a normal state tournament where, you know, if we win our section as a team, we go to the state tournament two weeks later at the XL. We have a, a big uh, fan bus, or you know, people come and watch. Um, we're hoping for that, and we're hoping for individuals to go back to top two out of our section, and then they have a sixteen-man bracket at the state tournament. It's kind of what uh, I think. That's what everyone's kind of hoping for. So right. Hopefully, it goes back to that. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, so, as far as uh, expectations for the year, um, would you say that they overachieved, underachieved? What's your, what's your thought about the overall did. season? You know, yeah, I think I think we did very well as what we thought we were going to do. We had some guys not make it to the final eight that we thought would. But, um, you know, if we were in a normal section, I mean, we had seven guys in the finals out of our uh, individual sections and top two go to state in a normal year. Well, this year they just didn't wrestle. the. They just took the top four and put them in a super section. They just happened to put us in with Section 2 because of proximity, and that has Shakopee, who's the number one team in state. And, of course, we had to wrestle them first round as a team. And then they've got uh, um, quite a few uh, great individual wrestlers. And Section 2 is a tough, tough section. They had a lot of guys in that state finals um, in the actual you know, final eight at state. So it was because uh, of where we are geographically, we ended up getting paired up with the Basically, you could say the toughest section in the in the state. So, well, made it a little bit more. We were hoping to get more guys through, but sure. made it a little more difficult. Right. Well, 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 if you can't wrestle the best, then you're not the best, right? True. True. You know, yep. if, you, if you're going to beat the best, yep. play the best. So, 
That's absolutely yeah, exactly. true. Exactly. Exactly. So how many well, guys? We got Jackson Barron. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. You go. No. <laughs> oh, I was, I was just saying th- we did get Jackson Barron through to the final eight. He was our first seventh grader in uh, Northfield history to place at the state tournament, so that was kind of a big deal. Um, he got sixth going down there at 106, so that was uh, he wrestled real well. Had a great tournament uh, at that super at that super section or the state prelims. Where he knocked off the fifth ranked kid in the state to make it there, so. Um, we did get one guy through to the final eight, and uh, you know he won a won a big match against the number two seed uh, at the state tournament, and uh, ended up getting six. So we were pretty pretty happy for him and uh, his family. So, so how many how many guys are graduating, and how many yeah coming back? Um, I think we've got about five. I'd have to. Well, we got. I have to think here. Let me pull this up real quick. Um, we got. Now I can go through it in my head. Uh, 126. Yeah, we got about four or five, four four varsity starters that are uh, going to be um, graduating this year, and we still have you know a very good core of wrestlers uh, coming back next year, and we got some real nice uh, young talent coming up from our youth ranks that uh, have been doing quite well through the quite well through their uh, wrestling careers up to this point and varsity's a whole different animal but sure we're feeling pretty confident with uh, who we got coming back yeah we did have one two three four five varsity starters um, were seniors we had yeah. Murphy at uh, 126 Sam Holman at 138 Gavin Anderson at 152 145-ish Carter Seeley at 160 and Nick Lopez at 285 are the ones we're going to be missing next year. Who's who's filling in for Lopez next year? Any idea? Yeah, we think Quinn Ertz will probably fill into that role. We have uh, some big kids at the end of our lineup. You got uh, Nick Mikula, Mason Pagel, Quinn Ertz, um, Jace Barron. Those are those are all underclassmen that filled in at 70, 82, and 95 for us and 220. So we feel with a year, those guys are going to bulk up a little bit more and kind of feel that uh, Quinn probably steps into that 285 role and everyone kind of shifts up a little bit. So what do you tell the guys? Yeah. What do, what, what do you tell the guys over the summer and stuff like that? Um, you know, be prepared to start in October, November, or you, and you just say, well, stay yeah. in shape boys. And or what do you do? Mid November um, is when we'll start. That's when the season's supposed to start. I'm sure that's where we're going to start again, unless something crazy happens with a pandemic or something. But um, other than that, yeah, we do a, we'll do a team camp this summer. We'll do some summer wrestling. Um, the captains will get some activities going in uh, the fall and October for those that are not uh, you know, playing football or soccer or something like that. But uh, we kind of you know, keep in touch. And then, um, like the summer, we have the waiver period where we can take the kids to camps and you know, do some practicing inside the room. So that's kind of what, what our plan is. We every kid on the team knows we're going to be strong again next year we feel we have a very tough team coming back again we think we'll be competing for our section title again and hopefully uh go to the xl energy center this year and not be uh one and done because it's kind of weird we won our section and we had we we're in the state tournament for 20 minutes this year and oh. then we went and wrestled the state quarterfinals with single elimination against the eventual state champions so that's kind of our goal and get as many individuals to state as we possibly can 
Sounds like a plan. Jeff Staub is our guest on the Raider Wrap. Jeff, again, congratulations to you and the guys on a great, great season, and good luck to you next year. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining us. Jeff Staub from the wrestling team here for the Raiders. Uh, we're trying to get Leanne on the phone for gymnastics, but we're not sure yet. Just She's on a bus. We know that. So uh, we're, we're still trying to track her down. But if we can get her on, we'll get her on. Otherwise, we'll have A.J. Reister coming up, and he'll talk a little bit of uh, some baseball coming up right here. On KYMN. This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 2021 F-150. You will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in. Drop off. Or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Northfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents. Who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. You may have heard we now have Southern Minnesota's newest LASIK Center, a fixed laser site at our Faribault location with the latest technology available. But it isn't just technology that makes for a good LASIK experience. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have over 10,000 LASIK procedures under my belt, and that's when I stopped counting 10 years ago. Ritchie Eye Clinic. Check us out, RitchieEyeClinic.com. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Welcome back to a Raider Wrap here on KYMN 95.1 The One and AM 1080 and streaming live on KYMRadio.net. Great program we've had thus far. My apologies to Leanne Fricky, who is on the bus, and now she's off the bus. And now she is off and onward to bigger and better things. Let's see what A.J. Reister's got to do on this week's edition of Meet the Raider. It's all coming up right here on KYMN. Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to Raider Rap. I am AJ Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with the baseball all-stars Blake Melgren and Gunnar Benson. How are you two doing today? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, it's getting a little bit warmer outside, so everything's going well. Yep, yep. <laughs> we'll start with some get-to-know-you questions. School's been 
really different this year going from distance learning to hybrid back to distance and then now next week we're going to full in person how have you guys been able to handle all these changes um i think i've honestly done really well this year compared to others even though it's a senior year i feel like with jumping around i've honestly done a great job yeah it's been pretty interesting for me i guess i mean it's just what we have to do i know i mean we can't really do anything else other than hybrid but it's been nice to know that we get to finally go back in full person every day it will be a little interesting to get back into since waking up it's pretty hard for me already <laughs> with the just two days of school that we have so we'll see what happens yeah i agree the waking up part is definitely going to be the most difficult uh what kind of classes are you guys taking this year um, this year I've been taking pretty much your basic classes that are required. I've also taken a sports med lower body class as an elective, and I'm taking an architecture class as well, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. How about you, Blake? Yeah, I'm doing pretty much just the basic classes too. I'm also in that sports med with Gunner, and I mean, one of my favorite classes is probably baking and pastries right now. I mean, I have it second hour early in the morning, pretty easy breakfast. <laughs> Last week we had pizza for breakfast, and that was that was great. <laughs> yeah, I always smell it when I go to chemistry. I can smell the baking and pastries room, and I'm just like, man, that, I should probably take that class. Oh, yeah, <laughs> highly recommend it. Yeah. Blake, we talked with you over the fall about um, the football season. Are you guys in any other sports? Oh, no, I'm just football. No, I'm a big baseball guy year-round pretty much. And then what do you guys do outside of school and sports? We get a little bit of a window here to see what you do inside of those two things. What do you do outside of school and sports? Um, I mean, other than school and sports, I mean, video games at night, you know, going out weightlifting usually at night also and just hanging out with friends, driving up to Apple Valley, getting some food, just kind of usual things we do. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoy just hanging out with friends. I do a lot of fishing as well now that the lakes are kind of thawing out and the river's flowing as well. It's pretty fun to get down there and catch some fish. Yeah, what kind of fish do you catch down the river? Um, it's pretty much anything this time of year because the carp are pretty invasive. So yeah, anything from carp to smallmouth bass. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. You guys didn't have a season at all last year. What are you guys doing to prepare for this upcoming baseball season? I feel like it's not really changed that much. I think it's kind of just been like a almost two off seasons in a row. And the same thing with weightlifting, kind of hitting when we can. Now that it's warmed up a bit, we were actually out at Dundas shoveling out their cage, and we got in there and took some reps. And I feel like we have kind of a big presence to make this year now that last year could have been one of our best years, but due to COVID, we kind of got shut down. So Yeah, yeah, that's the weird thing, too. It's like we, we're seniors, and we still haven't played a single game of varsity baseball in our <laughs> careers, so that's going to be something new. But, I mean, I've been at least just acting like nothing really happened, just still going, hitting every day with Gunner and a bunch of other teammates and just trying to do what we can to stay in shape and be ready for the season. And I feel like we'll be really ready this year just from all of us being together and all of us been playing with each other. We have really good chemistry, and we've been playing since we've been 5-6. So it'll be really fun this year to see what we can do. What are some goals you guys are looking to accomplish this season? Um, I would say definitely bring home a section title because – our last couple seasons have been all right, but not not insanely good. So definitely move up and kind of bring home some some sort of hardware. Yeah, I'm expecting to at least bring a section title home. You know, hey, we'll see what happens in state. We'll plan on being there if we can. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. And 
Speaking of those big hopes and dreams, what is the most exciting thing about this team that us as fans can look forward to watching you guys? Um, I think for us is that how many commits we have for this season. I mean, a lot of us seniors are going on to play college baseball at the next level, and that's something that I feel like will really help us this year because we all, we all love the game. We all want to keep going in it, and it just shows how hard we want it. Um, one thing I really think is interesting is how us as seniors, this starting nine class we have all of us have been playing together since we were about 10 to 12 and ever since then it just clicked and we've just been going on and on and we've been one of the better teams in nyba history and it's really insane yeah you guys have been playing for years and you kind of that chemistry is already there so that's that'll be really fun to watch you guys be able to put all the pieces together um which underclassmen are you really excited to watch this season um, I think one of the guys that could really make an impact on the JV squad and maybe get some varsity innings is Isaiah Steiner. He's a pretty mobile guy, and he throws some gas for the age group he's in, and I'm really looking forward to see how he develops and gets a lot better. Yeah, I would say probably for varsity varsity level, I'd probably say Joey Malka, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to northern Alabama next year in two years, and he's just something something to watch. He's really good. He can throw. He can hit. He can pretty much do everything, and it's going to be exciting to see what he can do this year with us. Yeah, I've played a few seasons with him, and it's pretty incredible to see him do what he does. I've seen him throw guys out from the center field fence, and just I've gotten the box against him, and I couldn't do anything yeah, about it. So it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is really crazy. The weather in Minnesota is constantly changing in the spring, especially at the beginning of the season. How much does the weather affect your guys' season? Honestly, it's just about all about being prepared. Last or last year when we played, not COVID year, but the year before that, our sophomore season, we played our first away game or first game of the season in Winona when it was 36 degrees and freezing rain with Coach Relk, and that was just that game was actually really insane. And I think one of the big things is kind of just being prepared to be warm and ready for the elements. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Gunnarsson, Winona, we remember. It was our first inning. Ethan Lanthier was up, hits a shot to the wall, and as he's rounding first base, he just eats it because the first base is pretty much just frozen. So he just right down. That was pretty funny to watch. And, I mean, other than that, yeah, just got to stay flexible with everything. I mean, we got to try to do what we can to stay in shape for that. And it's really easy, actually, kind of figuring out what to do since we got the dome here, too. And at the high school, we also have the cages that we can happen to go to. And then we got all the cages around Northfield at Seckler and Dundas and the high school even. So we can find a way around everything, it seems like, these days. Yeah, and I remember that Winona game. I was playing freshman baseball that year, and we were on a, like, a, it felt like a t-ball field. It was so small. <laughs> there was no outfield fence, and I happened to be playing outfield that game, and there was snow all everywhere in the outfield. Oh, yeah. So you'd be running, trying to go <laughs> track down a ball. You'd trip over a pile of snow. It's like, what is this? Oh, yeah. You gotta <laughs> love the ninth grade fields. Yep, it's, it's insane. <laughs> and then my final questions uh, for you guys are, how are COVID-19 protocols going to affect practices and games this season? It's affected everything from the fall and winter sports. How is it going to affect you guys specifically? Um, as far as being a spring sport, baseball is pretty much outside other than practices when it rains or somehow snows in the spring. But yeah, I mean, pretty much COVID-19, I think, doesn't have a huge impact on baseball other than when we're in the weight room, because really the only time you're coming in contact with someone else is in the batter's box. So, 
Yeah, I think too. Like we haven't really learned much actually about what's what we're gonna have to do or anything. I mean, I guarantee we'll probably have to wear masks in the dugout and stuff like that. But other than that, I don't think it'll be that big of a problem for us as players, at least. Because I mean, this summer we played a few games and it was kind of on and off with that. Because you go down to Iowa and you wouldn't have to wear anything, but then yet we'd go to Missouri and you'd have to wear a mask everywhere. So I mean, it kind of just depends, I guess, what Minnesota and what the high school league wants to do. So we'll see. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting once all that information comes out. Thank you, Blake and Gunner, for coming in today. I had a great time, and good luck to you guys this season. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. I want to tell you about two great opportunities to build a new home on very affordable lots in Cannon River Estates and Hills of Spring Creek. We have beautiful lots that we can custom build a home exactly to what you want at your budget. One level living or two stories, open floor plan concepts, plans with high ceilings, beautiful windows, wide doors, and curbless entry showers with all custom built kitchen cabinets. Give us a call today at 507-366-1288 or check us out at our website, jrbr.builders. Community Resource Bank is an integral part of the thriving business and residential communities of Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Community Resource Bank strives to continually advance the trusted security you have banking with them, and great things are happening. Starting February 15th, Community Resource Bank will have a new website, crb.bank, and a new logo. Locally owned and operated, Community Resource Bank is truly a community bank. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut rate operation. I treat you like family. Richie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with doctors David Brust, David Buck, or Michael Thompson. It's Heritage Dental Care in Northfield. And we're back for our final segment of the Raider Wrap here on 95.1, the 1 and AM 1080. It's about seven minutes in front of 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning, rainy Saturday morning, chance of about 90% chance of uh, rain throughout the rest of the day. Accumulation is only about a quarter of an inch, so it's just going to be kind of this hazy, drizzly stuff pretty much throughout the entire uh, afternoon. So maybe a quarter of an inch, like I say, a high of around 49 degrees. And then for tonight, looks like a 30% chance of some showers cooling off to around 32. Sunny with 52 for tomorrow, tomorrow night, 40 for the overnight. And then for Monday, it's going to be sunny skies, 70 degrees as the winds pick up at 15 to 25 with gusts as high as 35 to 40 for, for Monday. And then again for Monday night, it looks like a 30% chance of some showers, a low around 37. And the south wind again, 10 to 20 miles an hour with gusts over 30 
miles an hour. Tuesday, it looks like partly sunny, a high of 44. Tuesday night, mostly clear in 25. And then on Wednesday, sunshine, but cooling off a little bit more again, 39 for the high on Wednesday. And then Wednesday night, it's a little around 24, warming back up to around 50 on Thursday for sunshine. And then Friday, looks like we got some sunny skies, and it's going to pop back up, hopefully, into the 60s. You just never know. It all changes in 24 hours, doesn't it? Well, AJ got together with Collins and Dirks and Ned and a few other guys, and they put together a cute little package here. It's going to be the uh, Raider Wrap. It's, uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but uh, take a listen. This hopefully will be entertaining. It's all right here on KYMN. Much of the Shadow Scars! Shot for three, Varashasad. Got it! Richardson got a three. Fancy stick up front. Shot as he scores! Short-handed! 349 into the second. Dumps off the far side to Clay. Clay cross course. Larson wide open underneath. Got it! Welcome back to Raider App on KYMN 95.1, The One. Let's take a look back at some highlights from the last week of winter high school sports. Last week, the girls' hockey team officially ended their season in a loss to Lakeville South 3-1, ending their perfect season. Peyton Fox had the lone goal for the Raiders in the third period. Maggie Mollick was in goal and had 26 saves. As the Raiders ended their season 16-1 overall with an undefeated regular season. The girls' basketball season also ended last week in a first-round loss to Lakeville South 66 to 50. The Raiders had a 31-26 lead at halftime, but South came alive in the second half, scoring 40 while holding the Raiders to 19. Annika Richardson led the team in points with 20 as the Raiders ended their season 10-6 overall. The boys' basketball team season ended last Saturday in a loss against Lakeville South in the second round of the section playoffs, 74-53. Lakeville South leapt out to a 36-26 lead at halftime and continued to dominate in the second half, scoring 38 while holding the Raiders to 27. Kip Shetnan led the team in points with 22 as the Raiders ended their season 9-10 overall. The boys' hockey team season unfortunately was cut short with a COVID-19 outbreak right before the start of the section tournament. The Raiders were 12-6 and overall and were scheduled to face the 13-7 and Hastings team, but that game was forfeited because of the COVID-19 outbreak among the team. The Raiders ended 12-6-1 on the season and finished in second place in the Big Nine Conference. Last Saturday, the gymnastics team competed at the 1AA section meet and finished in third, scoring 143.325 points. The Raiders were led by Addie Dack as she was crowned the section all-around champion, scoring 38.1 points for one of her best performances in her high school career. Sydney Peterson took sixth all-around and Jolie Harris took 21st all-around. The 7th grader Jackson Barron was the lone wrestler to advance to the state tournament and play 6th in the 106-pound weight class and was the first 7th grader in Northfield wrestling history to place at the state meet. Congratulations to all the winter sports for getting through a tough season as we prepare for the beginning of the spring season on Monday. Thank you for listening to this segment of Raider App. Be sure to stay tuned for more sports right here on KYMN 95.1 The One. Two minutes before 11 o'clock, and this is a wrap of the Raider Wrap on a dreary, rainy Saturday, 43 in the valley right now. And hopefully we'll have a uh, 
another Raider wrap coming up for you next week. We don't have a whole lot of sports, but we're maybe try to find out if we can get some spring stuff going here and get something on the program for you next week. And uh, uh, we want to thank, of course, uh, Ned Newberg along with Collins and Dirk and all the guys that help put together these programs week to week and help cover a lot of different things that we do on the air here. And AJ, of course, with Meet the Raider every week, so diligently planning and putting those interviews together and doing an outstanding job. And of course, we thank Jeff Johnson uh, here at the at the radio station for allowing us the opportunity to be here and to present this information to you and all the hard work that he and and the entire staff here at KYMN do on an, a daily basis. And uh, Joel Olson, thank you so much, the uh, activities director for the Raiders. Um, him and his staff have done an outstanding standing job here this past year helping us get the football out of the way and the basketball and the hockey uh, games and stuff like that so uh, just an outstanding job by the Northfield Raiders uh, coaching staff the entire coaching staff um, the participants uh, the, the kids were great they did what they had to do they knew what they had to do and they adhered to it and they did the best they could under the circumstances and they made the best of a crazy crazy 2020 2021 season so congratulations to all the teams it was indeed uh outstanding definitely definitely uh, outstanding for the beginning of 2021 so let's hope we get a baseball season a golf season and some track going and and have some fun out there jimmy ledoux bidding you adieu for another saturday you're listening to kymn 95.1 the one and am 1080 and streaming live on kym radio Have a great day. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. All shooting activities are open to the public seven days a week. Thanks for listening to this KYMN radio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it interesting, consider leaving us a review and sharing this podcast on social media. You can find more podcasts like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply by searching the KYMN Radio Podcast. And of course, you can listen to us live on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and on our website. KYMN is your home for real radio, true variety.